Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Stereo Podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Cause every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track cause he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. We might catch him out in public. Stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo. Wigga, please. Wigga, please. This is the I Yes, Brandon Big and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. Today's I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. The writer strike is on and popping, and I, I was on the front lines. I break that down, plus Pat Beverly talking crazy, plus Aaron Rodgers, is he the new king of New York, plus I come to the defense of Dylan, the villain, dickhead Dylan Brooks, all that morning, hard-hitting, fantastic, high-flying, museum-quality, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now, Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, start this puppy off with something real nice, yes? Start this puppy off with something real nice, yes? But most importantly, start this... I am Rapport Stereo Pockets off with something real fucking. See, I am Rapport Stereo Pockets. Look at it. Let's fucking go.
Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Salt of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. You are now rocking with the very, very best, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct. From the gloom tomb of New York City. Name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. So much to discuss, so, so little time. I'll say it again, so much to discuss. So little time, man, uh, getting ready to, uh, do shows in Houston all weekend. I'll be in Houston, Houston in Sukasa is Houston in Sukasa. Come see me live Friday, Saturday, the fifth and the sixth at the Houston Improv. I'll be at the Houston Improv, the fifth and the sixth. And then I will be in Vermont. The shows are almost all sold out. 18th, 19th, and 20th. 18th, 19th, and 20th. I'll be in Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. Biggity, Burlington, Vermont. And then I'll be in Rhode Island on the 8th and 9th. 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then I'll be in Chicopee, Massachusetts, the 11th. Then I'll be in Denver the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Then we're done. Okay? All tickets, all information, the entire schedule through June is on MichaelRappaportComedy.com. MichaelRappaportComedy.com. But we got Houston. We got Vermont coming up next. Like I said, three of the five shows are sold out in Vermont. And I can't wait. Anyway, oh my God, there's so much shit going on across the board. Uh, I, you know, I never thought that I would be having to come to Dylan Brooks's defense, who I've talked so much shit about for the last few seasons. I've talked about the Memphis Grizzlies. This is an Instagram team. This is a team that does it for the gram. They do their little fucking walkouts, their dances. They got the shit beaten out of them by the Los Angeles Lakers. And of course, Dylan Brooks said that LeBron James is old and he only respects somebody if they put 40 on him. And you got your asses, I mean, fucking literally handed to you. And nobody likes Dylan Brooks. Nobody likes Dylan Brooks. The Memphis Grizzlies put out a statement where Shams got a statement from the Memphis Grizzlies that the Memphis Grizzlies, under no consideration, will be bringing back Dylan Brooks to the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks was drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies. He's been playing with the Memphis Grizzlies, and I ain't no Dylan Brooks apologist. I can't stand this fucking guy. 
but he's a free agent and he's an asset. Dylan Brooks is not the one who was in the strip club holding a gun who needed to leave the team. Uh, Dylan Brooks played, I believe, 73 games this season. Dylan Brooks, like I said, has been with the Memphis Grizzlies before John Morant got there. Uh, Dylan Brooks is not the reason why they got the shit beaten out of him by the Los Angeles Lakers. To not even treat Dylan Brooks as a business asset and to not even treat Dylan Brooks as a free agent to potentially side and trade Dylan Brooks is ridiculous. Yo, maybe the Memphis Grizzlies need a new GM. I need head of, uh, a new head of basketball and a new coach because obviously the GM, the head of basketball, and the coach can't control their players. It's an entire shit show. You thought shit was going to be sweet because you won a few games out there in Memphis. You thought shit was going to be sweet. Dylan Brooks isn't the one who pressed play in the arena in Memphis and played whoop that trick. Whoop that trick by the 3-6 Mafia. That wasn't Dylan Brooks. Again, I don't like Dylan Brooks. But to fuck his money up like he hasn't played his ass off, played to the best of his ability, even though sometimes that's not that Good offensively. The motherfucker gets out there, he competes, he talks shit, he does the damn thing. And now you want to literally act like he's the reason why you guys got the shit beaten out of you? Why you guys have not reached your hopes and expectations? Your star was in a strip club holding a gun. Your star also can't stay healthy because he thinks he's... Dominique Wilkins, except for he's six foot two, and he's always getting hurt because he's trying to dunk on people from half court. Not the free throw line, not the dotted line, from half court. You ain't Dominique, homie. The Memphis Grizzlies have mid, way more bigger fish to fry than Dylan, the villain, Brooks. He's not a, a bum. He's not a bum. You can say what you want to say about Dylan Brooks. He starts for the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies, I believe, were the two or three seed in the Western Conference. And John Morant missed a lot of the season. Again, he starts for that team, 73 games. Can't shoot. He averaged 18 points a couple of seasons ago. He's not a fucking bum. I mean, when he's talking shit to LeBron, he's a bum. But to throw him under the bus like he's not an asset, like you can't do something with Dylan Brooks, like he was the one in the strip club, like he was the one holding the gun, like he was the one who needed to go to a rehab center uh, to get his mental right, is insane. Was he the one doing the uh, choreography for the dances these fucking guys do? Before they come out? Yo, maybe the coach needs to go. Maybe he's too soft. Tack like Dylan Brooks is the fucking, the end-all, be-all problem is ridiculous. The NBA is all fucking wild. The playoffs have been great. The Knicks and the Miami Heat are duking it out 90s style, 1990s style. Scrapping, pushing, 
They're heading back to Miami. I saw something that Josh Hart is the new John Starks. And I was like, did you ever see John Starks play? Matter of fact, not did you see him play. Were you around for the John Starks era? There's nothing similar about their game. There's nothing similar about their personalities. There's nothing similar about their dispositions. John Starks was fucking nuts. He was our nut. John Starks could shoot you into a game and shoot you the fuck out of a game. John Starks can tough and rough you into a game, and John Starks could headbutt you right the fuck out of a game. Uh, Josh Hart and the John Starks disposition is, you couldn't be more different. John Starks was like, Hanging on for dear life emotionally. And that's what made him great when he was great. And he was our guy. And we fucking, we loved him. But there's nothing that seems unstable. John Starks seemed unstable, not just every now and then, a lot of the fucking times. And his behavior proved that he was, in fact, unstable a lot of the times. So anybody who's trying to make that comparison, listen, these are different People, these are NBA players that get paid way more money than the 1990s Knicks. There's probably five or six guys currently playing for the Knicks, maybe seven or eight guys, maybe even more, that are currently making more than Patrick Ewing ever made in one season. They came up differently. To really compare players from the late 80s and the 90s to guys today. It's just different. It's just culturally different. They were raised differently. They were raised on different things. They were, um, you know, raised and and sort of pushed through the basketball system differently. You just can't compare them. It's like comparing R&B singers. Like, there's a reason why R&B singers of the 60s, 70s sound and sing about different things than the R&B singers of today. The OJs were singing about keeping their lights on. Usher, no disrespect, I love Usher. Chris Brown ain't singing about keeping their lights on. It's just a different time. Uh, And the songs that were written reflect that. And John Starks was not even in the fucking NBA. He, He wasn't on a Villanova. John Starks was like, a grocery, he was like packing groceries at one point after he played in college. You can't even compare. That's why he was nuts. It just can't even make compare. It's a dumb comparison. That being said, you know, shit. This series could go anyway. Uh, obviously, injuries uh, have a lot to do with it, but this this series could go any way. The Warriors are duking it out with the Lakers. Joel Embiid, the MVP of the regular season, looked like shit in game two versus the Celtics. Looked like shit. Shouldn't have been out there. Wants to muscle through. He's tough. He's a warrior. He's this, that, and third. But he looked like shit. And if he looks like shit in the next game, got to bench him. I think he got something torn real nice and real proper, unfortunately. I can't stand the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics look shaky, too. 
really don't know who, who's going to win the NBA championship. You really do not know who's the clear-cut favorite at this point in the second round to win the championship. There is no clear-cut favorite. There is no consistently dominating team uh, throughout the playoffs thus far. That's why the NBA is and always will be great. Patrick Beverly uh, on his podcast the other day said that he ran into Russell Westbrook and he and Russell Westbrook were talking that if the Lakers, if, big if, if the Lakers were somehow, some way to be able to win the NBA championship this season, how they should and will and be excited to get their championship rings. You really want a ring, Patrick Beverly? Why don't you go to Jacob the Jeweler? You want a fucking ring? Go to Beverly Hills and get yourself something at 14 carats. That's how you want a championship ring? They traded your ass. They didn't like having you. I think you averaged six points, three assists and three rebounds, some, some shit. And then you were talking greasy when they sent you, when you wound up in Chicago saying you were going to bump them out of the playoffs. How'd that work out? You didn't even make the playoffs. And you would accept a ring if they gave you a ring? If somehow, some way, the Lakers won a championship, you would want that ring? God damn. I thought you were like, like a meat and potatoes guy. I thought you were like a, a, like a dog. And you want to just get a ring when you didn't participate in anything in the second half of the season or the playoffs or the championship? If the Lakers did win the championship, it's not like you played all season and then got hurt. Of course, then you'd get a ring. They traded you. Every year you get traded. Every single year you get traded, Patrick Beverly. Why? And you're worried about... Participation rings? You want a participation ring from the Los Angeles Lakers, right, Patrick Beverly? Is that what you want? A participation ring? Man, oh, man, oh, man. This is a fact. He said it on his podcast. And, and oh man, there's too many fucking podcasts. There's too many fucking podcasts. Not only is there too many fucking podcasts, the amount of requests that I get every day, literally every day, to be on other people's podcasts, it's overwhelming. It's too much. Why would I want to be on your podcast when your podcast ain't popping? Me being on your podcast can't help you, Duke. I know you want that disruption. I know you want that shit talking. But I get every day motherfuckers asking to be on these fucking bullshit bum-ass podcasts. Enough is enough. This is not my space. This isn't a Facebook page. Not everybody needs to have a podcast. And please stop asking me to be on your podcast. I can't take it, man. It's overwhelming, man. The amount of shit people ask me to do day after. I was like, yo, if I had a dollar for every time other people ask me to do this, that, and the third, I'd be a rich, just the request alone. Then I got to say no. Explain. I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm just not. I can't do it. Can't do your podcast, Duke. Can't do it. 
won't do it. I am Rappaport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. What else is going on? Man, I, I, you know, I don't deep dive on the podcast about Vanderpump Rules, but Jesus Christ, the last episode of Vanderpump Rules, you literally could not have the best of the best television writers write you the way this storyline is unfolding. The twist, the turns, the storytelling, high-end, high-level television. On Vanderpump Rules. So good. So good. Speaking of television writings, I told you that the writers were going to go on strike. And they're striking. And I went out there the other day to show my support. And I'm going to continue to go out there on the picket line to show my support. Uh, There was a bunch of high-end writers out there. I went to... I striked. Struck. I don't know what the word is. Striked. Struck. Striked for about four hours. I was at the Silver Cup studio, famous studio in, uh, I guess they call it Long Island City, Astoria. And then I was at, in Manhattan, in front of Netflix, striking. 
on the line with the signs, doing the chants, walking in circles. And I got to tell you, I'm built for that striking shit. Screaming, yelling, holding the fucking signs. I felt good. I felt proud to stand by the Writers Guild of America. And, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of it has to do with money for many uh, different reasons. Residuals, upfront pay, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Another uh, part of it has to do with the AI, artificial intelligence. They're actually uh, not rejecting. The studios are not rejecting flat out the request from the writers to not use artificial intelligence to write the fucking scripts. Fuck is going on? Let me tell you something. I said this once. I said this before. Um, Actors, directors, writers... Uh, there's there's different um, levels. The most expendable out of the actors, directors, writers, and producers are the producers. I worked with two producers that were actually bringing something that you could feel to the table. Two. In all my years, I worked with two producers that I go... This is a fucking real producer. This is a good producer that's bringing something to the table. Not to say that the other producers I've worked with uh, didn't bring things to the table. I'm just saying you need a true blue skill set to be an actor, writer, or director. Not to be a producer. Not to say there aren't skills to being a producer, but there's a lot of just bullshit, jack-faking, skillless motherfuckers that are getting paid to produce television and film shows. Trust me on that. This strike is not going anywhere anytime soon. That's just my gut, my gut instinct, my feeling is is, is this is going to be long, arduous, and ugly. And no one wants to be in this situation. But when they're not flat out going, yeah, we well, why don't we get AI to produce? Because you motherfuckers, what you do is not hard. Why don't we get AI to produce? television, and film. Because you guys are expendable. Straight the fuck up. 90, I'd say 95% of so-called producers are expendable. And you know who the fuck you are. But I was out there. You know who else has been out there? Aaron Rodgers. He's at the Rangers games. He's at the Knicks games. He was at the Knicks game uh, uh, the other night. I think it was at the first two home Nick games. He was out there with Sauce Gardner. I thought he was with Debo Samuels. I was like, yo, Aaron Rodgers hanging out with Debo Samuels. I got hyped for fantasy football because Debo Samuels is my guy. I fucking love that dude. But he was hanging out with Sauce, his teammate, with the New York Jets. And I like that's how you ingratiate yourself to a city. Go to the games, go to the restaurants, walk around the city. People love that shit. Aaron Rodgers, that's how you make yourself a man of the people. I like that. I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Even though Aaron Rodgers drives me nuts, I'm rooting for him and the Jets to do well. Because if the Jets are doing well, New York is doing well. If the Mets are doing well, New York is doing well. If the Brooklyn Nets are doing well, New York is doing well. 
so forth and so on. Yankees, Giants, Islanders. I root for New York, period. Uh, who else is fucking bugging? Cam Newton, you're bugging. I don't know if my man Cam Newton got CTE. I don't know if Cam Newton is just filled with regrets as he's starting to look back on uh, his very, very illustrious career. But Cam Newton, you're done. And I fuck with you, Cam Newton. I like you. You you were nice to me, and more importantly, you were nice to my son when we met you in your prime. I'll never forget that. I will never forget that. Very nice to my son uh, when we met him. But you're bugging, B. Yo, you're not... You weren't in the league last year. You're not... He... He, he said he's having like an audition, a workout for teams to come watch him. And then he put out a list of quarterbacks that he would back up. My man, you're trying to get back in the NFL. You ain't fucking, you putting out a list of demands of players that you would back up? Nobody gives a fuck, Cam Newton. And I say that with love and respect. And now he's saying that maybe the NFL isn't fucking with him. Because of his hairdo. What are you talking about? What are, you, what are you talking about? They're not fucking with you because you're past your prime. And I say that again with all due respect. And allegedly, you had a bad, shitty attitude. Like I said, when I came across, you were cool as fuck when you met me and my son. Particularly my son. Really nice to him. And he was a fan. Unlike shitbag LeBron James. Disrespected me and my kids. Although he had been real cool to me many, many, many times or a few times, a handful of times before that. What was the problem, homie? Anyway, the point is, is that Cam Newton, they don't give a fuck about your hair. Uh, they just not fucking with you, the NBA. The NFL doesn't need Cam Newton anymore. It's sad, but true. And I'm a fan. And then finally, <laughs> shit dick Donald Trump Dirty dick Donald Trump, shitbag Donald Trump, lost again. He lost again. You know, he was suing the New York Times. He was suing the New York Times for defamation. He was suing his niece for defamation for her Pulitzer Prize winning story about his tax issues. Well, the court tossed out pig dick Donald Trump's claims against the newspaper, its reporters, and his niece, Mary Trump, and now he got to pay their lawyer bills. That's another loss, you fuck. That's another loss for you. You lost in New York. You dummy. You dummy. Dumb fuck Donald Trump. You lost again. God damn it. You ain't on that Charlie Sheen. You ain't on that Tiger Blood, that winning. You're on that losing. You lose elections. You're also up uh, for a civil rape case and defamation case in New York right now. A lot of shit's going on. I hope you work out, do some yoga or meditation, Duke, because you got a lot of shit going on. But you lost again. And there's been no proof of any voter fraud. There's been no proof of anything. You just keep fucking losing. Because you're a fucking loser. 
You're a big mouth fucking loser. And you think shit is sweet. Shit ain't sweet. That's why you keep losing. Now you got to pay them fucking lawyer bills. You got to pay up the fucking wazoo. And every time you lose, it's somebody else's fault. Oh, it's New York. It's because it's, you're from New York. Why are you so hated in your own city, you fuck? You think that they hate Barack in Hawaii, Chicago, respectfully? You think that they hate Dollar Bill Clinton in Arkansas? Bush in Texas? Jimmy Carter in Georgia? Fuck no. Fuck no. Only New York hates its former president because you're so easily hateable because you're a fucking dickhead. Huh. Now you got to pay the bill. And I see these people go, oh, it's because, again, it's New York. It's a New York judge. Do you think these judges are going to risk it all for this guy? It's easy. He's a liar. He's full of shit. That's why he keeps losing. There's no voter fraud. $787 million Fox News had to pay out to Dominion because it is bullshit for this guy. Motherfuckers got Trump derangement syndrome. They think this guy is a victim. This guy's not a victim. This guy's a fucking dick. Done. Okay, finished. Came saw, banged it. Came saw, banged it. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I'm done. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L. S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.